Hello and welcome to Hungry to Learn. My name is Birga. You know, I've spent the last three or four podcasts beginning with an apology about my lack of consistency and lack of being in a studio and having a polished product. And I've decided this morning, as I record this, as I'm walking dogs along a street with lots of traffic noise, I'm not going to apologize. I'm just going to say thank you to those of you who listen. The reality of my life is, if I don't record this right now, it's not going to happen today. And I felt like I had something strong on my heart that I wanted to share with you. So here it is in all its glory, huffing and puffing with the dogs and the traffic in the background. So let's do this. So the last eight weeks, I have been in a cohort. The cohort has been on Zoom and has been comprised of I think eight of us from four or five different states. The name of the cohort is Multiplying Maturity. It is over the book, or the the book that we used rather, to lead conversation is called The Other Half of Church. Jim Wilder and Michael Hendricks are the authors. I will tell you, this book has been probably the most impactful book I've read in the last 10 or 15 years. I'm not trying to oversell it, and I recognize that it's not going to make the same impact on everyone else, but for me, it was just what I needed to hear and learn in this season of my life. The long and short of it is, it's a book dealing with brain science, not from a scientific study perspective, but rather one of the authors, Jim Wilder, is a PhD neuroscientist, and he understands the way that the brain works, how we process information. And so the topic, each chapter, really has to do with how our brains do or do not align with kind of traditional American church ways of doing things and how we often hear these messages and are encouraged to read and to pray and to do these rote uh, kind of prescriptive formulaic things to increase our faith or to have a deeper more meaningful walk with the Lord and so many times it just doesn't it doesn't work and I, I say that you know with a little asterisk beside it for some people who are very process oriented that's exactly what they need get up same time every day do the same routine check the boxes and you're good to go for me I'm finding that you know the decades of practicing Christianity in the standard ways that you hear to practice them were not fulfilling did not lead to any degree of growth and certainly left me oftentimes more frustrated than fulfilled and so for me this book was so timely and so impactful and it really gets to the heart of the issue that we need to do spiritual growth we need to do discipleship in community and it needs to be a community of people who love you and find delight in you not just people that you see once a week in church or sit next to in Sunday school. These people are an intimate part of your lives. They know you. They challenge you. They process pain and sorrow and joy with you. 
And I, I mean, I could go on and on about this book. Again, the title is The Other Half of Church. I, I do recommend it. I recommend it even more in a small group setting where you and others can go through it together and do some of the exercises. Now, the point of this podcast and why I felt like I had to get this out right now is because one of the exercises that it has you do is a joy building exercise. And I will tell you, my natural personality is much more on the pessimistic side. I really struggle with being a joyful person. And I want that to be my new normal. I want to be known as a joyful person. So these exercises that it has you do, I did this morning, just it washed over me kind of out of nowhere. And I wanted to share it with you as an example and encourage you, if you struggle with having a baseline of joy, if you struggle through pessimism or, you know, just kind of glumness, I think this is a good thing for you to institute. So here's what it looks like. You think of a memory from your past, your past two weeks ago, 20 years ago, kind of doesn't matter when. Remember a moment where you were just full of gratitude or full of joy and sit in that moment and remember everything you can about it. The smells, the taste, the feel of fabrics around you or feel of sun on your face or wind on your back or whatever the case may be. Who was with you? Sit in that moment. Give that moment a name and then begin to build yourself a list of those moments. And daily, go to your list let those little titles remind you of those situations and then just sit in remembrance. Do that for five minutes a day, maybe even several times a day, and begin to build a baseline of joy. It's a cognitive exercise and it's something that I have begun doing. And so as I was walking this morning, I was I have an app that is a section of scripture and then it's a Uh, prayer component and then it has kind of this meditative music that you can pray to and I was thinking this morning as I was walking the dogs and I'm listening to this music and I said I'm kind of feeling down and was realizing that this music was very melancholy and for whatever reason that triggered a memory that I haven't thought of for 20 plus years about music and me participating in the playing of music. And so here's my joy memory, and I'm going to share it with you just as an example, and I hope that you begin to build your own list of joy memories. So I was probably a junior or senior in high school, and I was part of the orchestra, and we were participating in a state competition. So we had just come onto stage. I remember the sound of walking across those wood planks on this stage. I remember the feel of nervousness because, you know, we're about to start up playing the song as part of a competition. I remember looking around at the faces. People have those nervous smiles. Watching the conductor, looking for that signal to sit in unison. The feeling and the sound that the chair makes. And then beginning to play. And I will tell you, I think I played better in that moment than I had ever played before. And it was because I felt part of something bigger than myself. It was a moment of utter joy as we together had the swell of music. 
We had practiced all year, we had given our best, and it was in this moment that we were letting it all out. And I remember we were playing what I just refer to as the beef song. And for those of you that grew up and watched advertisements in the early 90s, the beef commercials would have this orchestral piece playing under it. And here I'm going to do a really bad job of of singing a few bars. All right, so if that registered with you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So we call that the beef song. So that was the orchestral piece we were playing that day. And I tell you, I was just full of pride, not in myself, but in being part of this group and having this full symphony of sound envelop us and go out into this auditorium. And it was just magnificent. And so I was remembering that this morning and it just made me smile made me happy to remember it, but it made me mindful that we are all part of an orchestra right now. And maybe you're not playing an instrument in the way that I described just a moment ago, but you are playing a part in this symphony that God has crafted for us to play as we walk through life together. His children, his family, the family of God, We are all part of this orchestra, and we've all been given a part. Some parts are more dominant, some parts are in the background, but when we play together, as we're designed to do, the swell of music and the fullness of the symphony just resonates throughout the earth. And I just wanted to encourage you with that word this morning that if you feel like you're playing an insignificant part, know that your part is so critical. Whether you're first violin and you've got the melody, or you are the bass and you're just playing a steady tempo and note that keeps everybody on track. No matter what role you find yourself playing in this orchestra, your voice, your sound is critical to the whole. And so I just wanted to encourage you with that this morning. Now there's a really loud truck going by. Sorry about that. But I also wanted to encourage you that you have the opportunity to do this exercise yourself. To go spend a few minutes thinking about what in your past gives you joy. Give that memory a name. So mine's Beef Song. And what is yours? Start generating that list and reflect on that list daily to let that begin to build in you this baseline of joy. And then of course, if you've got opportunity for yourself or for your small group to check out that book, it's a resource I highly recommend, The Other Half of Church. And then let me know, how does it impact you? And I'll tell you, the the way that I record this podcast, it's through a platform that distributes it to lots of different channels. So I don't know where you're listening. And sometimes if you leave a comment, I won't see it, but if you go to hungrytolearn.com, that's my website, there is a contact box there. I for sure will get that. So let me know. Let me know if you've got a joy memory you want to share. Let me know if you read the book and if it makes an impact on you. Let me know things that you are passionate about right now that maybe we can talk about as part of the podcast. So thank you for listening. I love you, friends. Thank you for staying curious with me. And may we all continue to be hungry to learn. Talk to you soon.